back. To the Morning Blitz with Ross Volkmer. Back here on the Morning Blitz. Glad you're with us. Thanks again to Nick Birch for joining us earlier in the show. If you missed that interview, you can, of course, catch it on the podcast anywhere that you uh, get the podcast. Uh, before we get to the Cultural Power Five, there was some news from Kansas State football yesterday. Not that it was big news or shocking news or anything like that, but uh, Chris Kleiman, head football coach, who, by the way, celebrated, I think, his 56th birthday yesterday. So, congratulations, or happy birthday to Chris Kleiman yesterday. Happy belated. Uh, he was on Sirius XM's Big 12 today. Of course, Kansas State is on a bye week, and so Kleiman had some extra time. He went and was on Big 12 today. That's the uh, Sirius XM radio uh, channel. And uh, he was asked about the Michigan State job, which is now officially open as Mel Tucker was officially fired. And so Kleiman uh, told that he will be sticking in Manhattan and will not be a candidate for that job, which I'm not surprised. I. I don't know what job is going to entice Chris Kleiman to leave Manhattan. Um, I think the biggest thing with Chris Kleiman is he loves consistency, he loves continuity, and he has a comfort level there in Manhattan. And the biggest reason why I think he has a comfort level there, and I'm not you know, giving any deep insider information, but he loves Gene Taylor. Those two are tight. So I think really the only time we might see Chris Kleiman leave is if Gene Taylor leaves. If Gene Taylor decides that he wants to go be the athletic director at Iowa or something like that, or wherever he wants to go, and he needs a football coach, Chris Kleiman, of course, is going to be his call. First call, more than likely. So I think as long as Gene Taylor is in Manhattan, Kansas, Chris Kleiman is probably going to be there. So I, I think that Kleiman's done an amazing job. He recently signed an eight-year, $44 million contract. He gets about $5.5 million per year. He's 33-21 and 21 in four-plus seasons at Kansas State with the Big 12 title last year. He's done a lot of good things with Kansas State football. I think they'll continue to have a solid year this year. But, uh, yeah, I think, it, I mean, it's, it's great news that, that he's not, and not that he, not if he was pursuing the Michigan State job, that he would say, yeah, I'm looking at that job. I mean, no coach is going to say that. But I would be surprised if he left for that job. And I would be surprised if he left for any job, uh, really, unless Gene Taylor was there or it was a really big time, you know, powerhouse program. Like if it was Michigan or something like that, maybe. But I don't know. He doesn't seem to be that kind of guy. He just doesn't seem to be that kind of guy. He doesn't want the big spotlight. He likes kind of working in places that are uh, away from the, 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 the magnifying glass. And he does great work there. He did it at North Dakota State. Now he's doing it at Manhattan, Kansas. And he knows that he's, he's had success at Manhattan, and he can continue to build on that success year in and year out. But once again, I, I think as long as Gene Taylor's around, he will be around. Uh, we do have a texter hitting us up on the text line on this comment. Uh, listener Michael says, if he's smart, he'd apply rock chalk. <laughs> apply to Michigan State, that is. Uh, we'll see. There's no doubt that uh, Chris uh, that uh, Chris Kleiman and Lance Leipold have raised the profile of Kansas football a ton. And it's going to be a great rivalry for as long as these two guys are in their respective programs. It's going to be a great rivalry game. I really do. Okay. 
like I said, we're going to double dip today. we got to get to our college football Power 5. Let's get to it right now. We're already in week number five, and so we push through not as great a slate as it was last week. I mean, last week, what, we had four, five, six games with ranked-on-ranked opponents. I mean, it's not, I don't think it's going to be as dandy as that is, but still... Some pretty darn good games. And it all starts on Friday night. Number five. So we get to number five, and that would be the Utah Utes on the road at renovated Research Stadium taking on the Oregon State Beavers. Oregon State coming off a three-point loss in the Palouse to Washington State, 38-35. Oregon State has looked really good. Jonathan Smith is a fantastic coach. What he's done at Oregon State has been nothing short of impressive. Utah might have one of the best defenses in the nation. They allowed 11 points to Florida, 13 to Baylor, and 14 combined points to UCLA and Weber State, which don't expect much there. They don't have a great offense. Uh, Hopefully, Cam Rising's going to make his way back into the quarterback spot. Nothing against the Utah fill-in quarterback and Nate Johnson. But Rising, I think, will help make this offense go a little bit better. But this team is built on defense running the football. Very, very tough. Oregon State is actually a a three-and-a-half-point favorite at home, which pretty much makes it a pick-em. I think it'll be a dainty game. It's Friday night, Utah, Oregon State. That's number five in the College Football Power Five. That's absolutely nuts. Number four. On to number four. In the SEC, it's a ranked-on-ranked matchup. The LSU Tigers at the Ole Miss Running Rebels. Ole Miss coming off a 24-10 loss at Alabama in a game that I thought they had a chance. They were in it for, you know, probably three quarters. They just never, credit to credit to Alabama's defense, they never let them uh, get going offensively. And that's the that's deal on lane. That's an offensive team for Ole Miss. Their defense kept them in it. Because Alabama's offense isn't great, but they just could not score points. Ole Miss had their chances last Saturday, just did not get it done. Meanwhile, the LSU Tigers are coming off a very nice three-point late victory over Arkansas at home, 34-31. I don't think the Tigers have been as dominant as people thought they might be. And I think that's been a bit of a surprise. They have not been maybe as good defensively as people thought they would be. They've been certainly good offensively, over 530 total yards per game offensively. But Tigers, Rebels, a two-and-a-half-point favorite LSU on the road in Ole Miss, and I think the Tigers get it done on the road. I would agree with that thought there. On to... Number three. That would be... I'm, I'm intrigued. I, it it kind of has just, once again, it goes back to the storylines. I don't know. Right now, I've got the number three game is Kansas at Texas. The Jayhawks at number 24 at the number three Texas Longhorns. Remember two years ago when Kansas went down there and Lance Leipold and those guys pulled off the upset, taking down the Longhorns? Now, Texas is in a much different spot than what they were two years ago. They have gotten a humongous win on the road at Alabama, and they have continued to win football games since then. Now, they didn't have some of the prettiest games against Wyoming or Baylor, but they did get it done in pretty convincing fashion. They're 16.5-point favorites. Kansas is going to score some points. I just feel like they're going to. I think we could see 
The over-under is at 61. I could see this being over. I could see Kansas scoring points. I can see Texas scoring points. I think this game is going to be closer than 16 and a half. Kansas has got a great quarterback. They've got a great... I mean, these are, these are considered probably the two best quarterbacks in the league, right? Quinn Ewers and Jalen Daniels, who the Big 12 Offensive Player of the Year. Two best quarterbacks facing off. The tough part is it's on the road at Texas. That crowd will be juiced up knowing that the Jayhawks are 24th. But they still might be a little lackadaisical knowing that it's Kansas and they've stunk for a long time. I don't know. I just, this game to me, I think is going to be better than people think it will be. Kansas, Texas, number three in the NFL, or sorry, in our college football power five. Number two. On to number two. Back out to Boulder where everyone will be watching, including uh, Fox Sports uh, pregame show. Uh, Big Noon Kickoff, which is out there for the fourth time in the first five weeks of the season. My goodness. But the Trojans of USC are in town taking on the Buffaloes. We all know that Colorado just got waxed on the road by Oregon. But here's the thing. Of the two games between between USC and Oregon that Colorado play right out of the gate in the Big 12, this is the one they have the best chance of winning. Because USC doesn't have a great defense. They don't. They struggle with Arizona State, and Arizona State is in a first-year head coach ineptitude offensively. They really struggle. So let me tell you, this game here could see a ton of points. Right now, the over-under at 73, and USC is a three-touchdown favorite. I would be surprised if Colorado loses by three scores to USC. But the the quarterback matchup of Caleb Williams and Shadur Sanders is going to be great entertainment I think it's going to be a, a, a pretty good game. I, I don't know. I, like I said, I still expect USC to win, especially if USC considers themselves a cultural playoff team. They got to win this game, obviously. But yeah, I don't know. This this ought to be a darn a darn good game. USC Colorado, number two on the college football power five. Number one. And finally, on to number one. It's where game day is going for the first time ever, and I love it when a brand new university gets a chance to showcase it. It'd be the Duke Blue Devils hosting the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. For the second week in a row, the Irish are number one in my NFL Power 5 and game to watch. Look, the Notre Dame Fighting Irish are a good football team. They had some bonehead moves against uh, Ohio State. They probably should have won that game, but they had some really boneheaded moves. But I'm more intrigued in this game from the Duke perspective. Duke is 4-0 and looking really good. My goodness, they play good defense. Riley Leonard is a phenomenal quarterback. This ought to be a really good game. I know Notre Dame is a six. Think about it. Notre Dame is a six-point favorite on the road in tiny little Wallace Wade Stadium there in Durham. This is I just it's a small environment. If the Duke Blue Devils win, they're going to charge the field. It's going to be great. So I don't know. I think this game is very entertaining. Duke Notre Dame is number one in my college football power five. So there you go. Once again, my cultural power five. Number five is Utah Oregon State. Number four LSU Ole Miss. Then you've got Kansas, Texas at number three, USC, Colorado, number two, and Notre Dame, Duke at number one. I think a solid top five there in our college football power five. All right, we got to get to the walk-off. A three-run walk-off home run. A game-winning walk-off with a walk-off. His second walk-off hit of the season. In walk-off fashion, that baby's gone. Once again, plenty of local sports on tap today. Goodland and Colby Volleyball going to Holcomb for a GWAC Triangular. St. Francis at home for Senior Night. Hoxie going to Cambridge, Nebraska for a Triangular. The Nessity Cross Country Invite going on today. Goodland Tennis in action as well. 
Uh, Major League Baseball Royals will have to resume a game that they find themselves down 4-0. It was delayed in the fourth inning by rain. They'll finish that game up today and finish up that series with the Tigers tonight. Catch both games on AM790 KXX. As for the Rockies, they lost the Dodgers 8-2. They've lost eight of their last nine going into the series finale tonight, which you can hear on AM730 Fox Sports Tri-State. And, of course, don't forget Packers in line tonight for Thursday Night Football on Amazon Prime Video. 7 Central, 6 Mountain Time kickoff just right after that. Have and have yourself a great Thursday. We're back for a Friday program. Should be a good one. We'll see you then. It's been The Blitz.